over the top was sumptuous, and Sanchez's skills were sublime. Oh, Rodman! Rodman! The number two pick scores for the Spirit! And the This is Annie Elliott, back once again to talk to you about the Washington Spirit. And I have with me, as always, Joe Dabney. How are you doing, Joe? I'm okay. How are you? Um, I'm doing pretty well. Busy. Very busy. Um, we are without Andre Carlisle today, very sadly. Um, he's doing fine. Should be back with us next week, but not here today. Um, so we're here to talk about, first of all, this, this Gotham game. Um, the Washington Spirit played... Gotham FC on Sunday to a one-to-one draw. Um, <laughs> I feel like I've shared a lot of my thoughts because I wrote about it on the, the website. Um, so what did you kind of think overall? <laughs> I do feel bad that the last episode, I was trying so hard to be positive, And then I was trying to think of positive things before we started this. I don't think I have anything nice to say overall. I was kind of just upset because we... The last episode we had, we were all talking about what we wanted to see, and then they just didn't do any of it. So I just, I'm a little upset. Yeah, it was definitely a rough, rough game, following a rough game. Um, so now where we really want to see the team, I think. Um, I think I had said my fear was that the best we could ask for was a draw, and that's what we got. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I feel like we inadvertently asked for that. We had that coming. Yeah, and I know, like... I think Mark Parsons has said both weeks that this was not, this isn't us. This isn't the real spirit, but we are now in that eight to 10 game window that he keeps talking about where they're going to become the team. And it seems like a lot of lingering problems have not been solved. Namely, or I guess most glaringly the offense. Which for the most part, and I do want to keep in fact that like, The mindset of a coach is obviously different from the mindset of a fan, but he does seem to be witnessing something that we're not witnessing, that we're not seeing at all, and I wonder what it is. Because it doesn't seem like he's, I mean, obviously publicly, I don't think you'd want your coach to be like, damn, they've lost it. That would kind of suck. (laughs) But at the same time, it does seem like he's, I don't want to say absurdly optimistic, but it does seem like he's more optimistic about the situation than anyone else especially considering that the offense has been a little shaky he's definitely been down about the like you know had not a lot of positive things to say about the team's performance especially two weeks ago against orlando but but still this game was very you know we didn't get off the bus we didn't show up until the first or you know we didn't show up for the game the the first half um but yeah i i i'm starting to feel a little alarmed about the uh just the offense in general and he's still Occasionally raving about like, oh, when Trin and Sanchez and Hatchie get out there and they get going, like they're they're scary. And we really haven't seen that this season, which I think is, that's what's scary <laughs> to me. It also, it just seemed like, at first it just seemed like it was shaking off the rust of a ridiculously, seemingly long off season. But now it seems to be a glaring pattern that they take a little too long to start Mm-hmm. But that, I don't want to say intensity, because, I mean, they're sort of intense throughout the whole game. But the offensive presence that you would want for, like, a very intense team, they really do take their time 
coming with that for each game. And it's, I mean, it's kind of a pattern at this point. It's like, you know what you're getting and you might get something different, but I mean, these last two games kind of proved that you are not getting something different. So I don't know. It's a little, it's very frustrating. I agree. And this, I mean, we're we're just still (laughs) kind of doing our overall thoughts. And I think I looked at the the shots for the game for the team were still in the single digits. Um, I think Ashley Hatch again did not have any shots. Just, yeah, just really kind of sluggish on, on the attack. Not able to really find people open in the box. It's, you know, I, there were a lot of, in this game, you know, crosses that were either poorly placed or well-placed, but no one was there. Just, it really feels like they are not communicating and are not, they don't have a plan. That's actually a good way to put it. Like a not communicating almost half plan. Like they have a system and they all believe in it. At least everyone we've had on here believes in it. But at the same time, it doesn't seem like they're executing what they think is happening. That seems like such iffy wording. (laughs) (laughs) Like, they're 100% different from last season. Thank God. But at the same time, so many tiny problems are kind of snowballing into bigger problems at this point. And Mm -hmm. it's a little too, I don't want to say too late in the season because it's not too late for a team. But it's kind of building to the point where it's going to be too late to fix these problems if they can't do it now. Yeah. When we're getting close to the halfway point, I mean, obviously the team's still in good spot in the standings. They're tied on points with about three, four other teams for second place. <laughs> but yeah, it, it it feels worrying that it just, you don't want to see this kind of, not even necessarily a backslide, but kind of feels like they're stalling out, I guess, at this point when other teams are kind of going to be ramping up or improving. It also kind of makes me nervous for the World Cup break mm-hmm. because they don't seem in a solid place right now. So taking away players that are very much in the starting lineup is going to, it genuinely, it's either going to make or break a team. And like you mentioned, the points and the standings are very good. But at the same time, if there's a game later in the season when they're playing a team that has the same amount of points, like points aren't going to equate to a better team in the sense that like they can have the same points, but if one team is obviously better than the other, then it's going to be a wild outcome mm-hmm. and we're all going to be ridiculously sad because of it. So I don't want them to rely too much on points, but at the same time, I do want to be positive. So the points are looking pretty nice. Well, let's talk about some specifics. Um, so just, you know, to give people an idea of what happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you didn't watch the game, um, first half, I, I mean, the whole first half really Gotham was basically in control. Spirit weren't really getting much done. Um, they only scored one goal, though, which was by Benigna at the 23rd minute. Um, I thought it was a pretty nice, pretty nice banger of a goal. Did you see this one, Joe? Yes, and I learned my lesson from last episode. I will not be complimenting any other players for their goals. I'm just going to say I saw it. It happened. I did not cheer, <laughs> if anyone is wondering. No cheering. We believe you. <laughs> but... It was a pretty nice goal. Yeah. I think I read a spirit stat that among goalkeepers who had a certain number of saves, Aubrey Kingsbury had never let in a goal from outside the box, which sounds unbelievable. Maybe maybe we'll cut this out because now I would need to verify this. <laughs> yeah, now I need to know where I can 
that's such a specific whenever there's such specific stats like that i need to know how they even came up with this because i guess it's interesting but at the same time how are you verifying this but yeah i was trying to figure out if her goal and like i'm saying maybe let's go with this uh was considered outside the box because it was right on the edge it was right at the top of the box okay so here's what they said of goalkeepers who have had recorded 20 or more saves, Aubrey Kingsbury is the only one who has not conceded a goal from outside the box. And I hope, I mean, that's a really cool stat. If true, again, I don't know where the spirit came up with this, but I would hate it if this Renina goal, which was right kind of on the edge of the box, I'd hate if it uh, were in that stat. I feel like this kind of circles back to us saying that Kingsbury should have been on the national team, <laughs> the national team call up. Like, every other episode, we're like, oh, yeah, this person should be on the national team. And then the very next game, they're just proving why. And I feel like this proves it. Because that's a wild stat. Yeah. I mean, I think she's been a little shakier than she was at the beginning of the season. She hasn't had quite as many saves. Um, really not that many shutouts. But she's, I mean, she's still an incredible goalkeeper. Just so Which, many different like facets also, to her. <laughs> right. I feel like it also ties into how intense the other teams are being as well like how we've talked about how this league is ridiculously athletic and competitive and no team is come at her the same way which just shows how cool she is and like great because she's not taking it I don't want to say personal because like obviously she's not taking it personal (laughs) but just how athletic she is to where she's still amazingly competitive despite some of the well actually no the defense has been pretty solid but still so yeah, like I said, that was that was the one goal in the first half. Um, second half, they come back out. I'm expecting maybe the spirit will change some things. I thought they kind of looked the same at the beginning of the second half. I didn't. I would. I would honestly agree. Yeah, I didn't feel like I saw a lot of improvement. Even though Mark Parsons said they they changed up a little bit of how the midfield was playing. Um, I think the eights moved upfield a little bit, up pitch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then Gotham, I don't have this time written down for this, but Gotham scored a, they, they got a goal in the back of the net, I'll say, that was called back for a handball. And oh, I have not seen the video close up of this because I was, I was at the game and I haven't rewatched that part. Um, I actually couldn't find, when, when we were watching the game, I couldn't mm-hmm. find anyone with the clip. I just saw everyone posting about it, but no one had the exact time, which is a bit frustrating, but I don't want to say we got a gift. But whenever there's offsides, handballs, anything like that, I'm honestly thinking that it is a gift. I mean, it definitely feels lucky. Like, it's it seemed, like, too convenient. Like, the Spirit were not playing the best that they could be playing. And then something happened where you think the opposite would happen, and they would just, like, spark all this intensity. And I guess, for the most part, it kind of did. But also, it did genuinely feel like a gift, especially with the momentum that... Gotham had mm-hmm. it was very well like I said it felt like a gift it yeah I mean it was very <laughs> I don't I want to keep saying intense but it was like uh like a hiccup in the game where seemingly it was like going pretty smooth for Gotham yeah I think it was definitely a it, it had a huge impact I would I guess um because I, I don't mm. know if they were a little disheartened I mean they probably were um but the spirit like got a huge burst of energy from that. And I really think that's when they turn things around. Um, and Parsons credited that a lot to the the fans who are very excited. At, you know, it was um, over 11,000 fans at Audi and it was a really great atmosphere. There were, they were just really well distributed around the stadium. 
it looked really full. It was very loud. Um, and I think, I don't know how much that did help or if it was just, oh crap, we got to get this together. <laughs> they just almost got up two on us. But I thought Spirit really started playing a lot better. And, and the game after that felt pretty even to me. Okay, I just looked it up to get the exact minute because it was bothering me that we didn't know. Mm-hmm. And it was the 57th minute. Okay. And I don't think I've ever been so happy for a review. <laughs> I know. Any other time, I'm so against it, but very, very happy for it. And so then just, what, 11 minutes later? Yeah. The Spirit scored. Which I really do believe that the rookies are just having themselves a season. I think so, too. I think they were all, you know, such great surprises. And, and this this rookie, Paige Matei, are chief among them. Um Got an, another header off of a corner kick. I think her first goal was the same. I'm almost positive. Yes. Which we're going to have to fact check that in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's right. Um, but so, yeah, great goal by her. Good assist by Ashley Hatch. She took the kick. Um, I read about this a little bit today in our, our takeaways article. Um, but that's that's been an interesting thing to see is they're having Hatch take a lot of the corner kicks from the left side. And she's not done that before really she was previously relied on to be in the group to to kind of head the ball in or whatever um i think she's gotten pretty good at it she's gotten a lot of success the past few games from her corner kicks so that's interesting to see i think i do think that aside from the rookies being like a great surprise offensively amazing this season hatch not i want to say not scoring as often because she has scored but I do think that we probably expected her to score more often. And it is a bit surprising when she's the one not scoring, when it's literally anyone else. Yeah, I mean, I think the system is set up for her to be scoring more often, this 4-4-2, and you know, how she's supposed to kind of be running off the shoulder of the defenders to get in, you know, get open to the goal, get, you know, and just receive a pass and score. Um, and we haven't seen that. And I, I do wonder if some of that's just with two forwards and people know these top three attackers for Washington so well that they're just getting marked really well, which is kind of why I wonder, I kind of wonder if when we get to world cup time, if, if those players are gone, if we might see some more interesting things from the rookies, just because they were less well known by the opponents. I don't want to predict, (laughs) but I do hope that when the world cup break happens for the national team players, that we kind of get that, I don't want to say a lot of goals, but the similar type of pacing and goal scoring with the different players that it was from the Challenge Cup game, the second one specifically, I I do think it was like a different pace going on and it kind of benefited the team not having the main players that opposing teams are looking to defend and keep their guard on, but like... At the same time, I don't want the team to do better without your top players because it feels like they're coming back and they kind of have a chip on their shoulder to not mess up the momentum, but also to keep up with the pace. Yeah, I I agree. You don't want your your starters and your superstars to be the ones who are not performing well in your system. (laughs) Which just makes me so confused (laughs) because just so conflicted. Yeah, I don't think it would be that way long term, but I think you could get kind of a the way, like you're saying, the way we have in the Challenge Cup, a little bit of a boost out of that. Um, but 
definitely some room for improvement as we've been harping on <laughs> from the attack. Um, is there anything you want to say about Gotham? I mean, they had a really good game. I feel like we gotta I feel like we have to give them a little praise. They did have a really good game. And if we're just speaking in like general, I do think it's really fun how many teams were at the bottom of the table last season or like way at the top this season. Yeah. Like, I agree just, it's fun turnaround. It's so exciting. Yeah. Not exciting that they beat us, but very exciting that they completely flipped their I don't know if it's their system or how they're playing, but they just look like a brand new team. Unfortunate because I kind of wish they would have gone back to last season, <laughs> this game, and then they could have been better. Right. One game only, please. Just yeah, be terrible exactly. for the spirit game. That's fine. Don't they know what we're asking for? <laughs> <laughs> but I thought um, Abby Smith, I think this was her first year with them, the goalkeeper, and she was really good. I hadn't really watched much of her before this game, um, and she put a stop to a lot of shots and also just spirit uh, plays towards goal that, that could have been dangerous. She was able to get in and, and collect the ball. Um, I think performed really well. Generally, Brinina was good. Lynn Williams was good. Allie Krieger was very good defensively. They're a good team and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Which I completely get. It's also interesting because I wonder how other teams are going to turn out once the World Cup break happens. Like, will they keep up their momentum? Which, obviously, we're just going to have to wait and see. But I like speculating. Yeah. I'm Gotham. just so curious. Yeah, I was just going to agree. Gotham's a team who could lose a fair amount of players, too. So Exactly. And they have, like, a really steady playing pace going on right now. Like, they're very attack, 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 go in and out. It's, it's going to be pretty – I mean, I don't know how often they're subbing players from other games, but I think it would be pretty iffy – to move around like that. And now I'm just like daydreaming about what their lineup is going to look like. But this is not a Gotham podcast, so it won't yeah. matter. I mean, they do have a deep bench. They, they subbed five players this game. And I was like, oh, yeah, I know all of these players very well. <laughs> Which is pretty – I always think it's really fun when they just swap out like a whole – like pretty almost pretty much like a roster. You're like just swapping out half and half and half the whole time. Like, it's totally unrelated to anything. It's not really important, but, like, swapping, subbing several players out at a time has always been super interesting to me. Adds nothing to nothing, but I just enjoyed seeing it. Yeah, I mean, I think it didn't – I don't think the subs did a lot for them. I thought – I wasn't necessarily going to talk about the subs, but here we are. <laughs> um, the three spirit subs, I thought, did add a little bit of energy. Um, you know, no no more goals happened after that, that Paige Matera goal, but – um, Lena Solano, Nicole Douglas, and Marissa Shiva came in, um, and I thought they, you know, did well, were high energy, um, trying to make something happen on the attack, but couldn't, but I, I did feel a little more energy from them than from the, the Gotham five subs. For the spirit, whenever we have the subs come on late in the game, you can kind of feel that they're trying to make something happen, and I do appreciate that, because, you know, for the most part, they could just be out there and not really do much, but you can see the difference in their intensity from the players that have been on yeah. for the whole match. And obviously that's the point because you don't want tired players out there the whole time, but right, you could visibly see the difference. And obviously these are like three big attackers. I mean, that's, that's their play style. Um, and so that was what they were brought on to do rather than to kind of bunker down and just defend and keep the tie, which I think is a little bit more of what Gotham was doing with their subs. I think they were a little more defensive. Um, 
I think they would have wanted to score and they did. They did try. I think they probably, you know, it's definitely a game overall where the, where the Spirit were lucky to get the tie, even though I felt like things were better in like the last third of the game. I agree. I Yeah, I agree. Okay, so I was going to challenge us to do one upside or like one good thing, one bad thing about the game. But do we need to just do one good thing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we should do the downside. Okay. No downside. <laughs> I feel like my upside, which I'm hoping you agree, is I loved the rookie goal. I feel like we're manifesting them. Every time we speak into existence, the very next game, it's just happening. I hope we don't break the pattern with me pointing it out, but... <laughs> I'm looking forward to another rookie goal. Maybe a different rookie this time. I agree. Which would I, I kind of expand on that pizza party, ice cream party thing we're talking about. But Paige Matera gets a slice for every uh, every goal she gets. She's trying to make herself a whole pizza. That's what's Let's happening. get her in the golden boot race. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely want to see some more rookie goals. I agree. I hmm, I said some of my good ones already because I think the fan atmosphere was really great. I like to see the number of people there. Um, I like to see there was there was a contingency of Gotham fans there, contingent maybe, um, of like twenty five Gotham fans, which was just kind of fun to have that energy. Um, I do think it helps the players to have kind of the big Audi experience. Um, and the next three games are also at home, so we'll see how that goes. Set pieces, that's a good thing too. I haven't talked about that. Um, Spirit are doing so well on set pieces this year. That was not a skill they had in the past. <laughs> um, I think Gotham had 11 corners and obviously was not able to score on any of them. So like the spirit corner defending is very good as well as their kind of set piece taking. Um, so that's, you know, whoever the set, uh, the yeah set piece coaches, maybe, maybe gets a raise. I second that. <laughs> I, I feel like a really good raise is coming their way. Definitely. Okay, should we do a little break and then do the Racing Louisville game? Yes. Okay, so up next we have a game on Saturday against Racing Louisville at 8 p.m. at Audi Field, um, June 3rd. Said all those facts out of order. Uh, <laughs> this team, Spirit played earlier in the season, I think the second game, it was a 2-2 two to two draw. Um, I think, I think both teams have improved since then, thinking back to, to the spirit performance. Um, but obviously racing, I think has really, really gotten a lot better. Um, I'm trying to think Savannah DeMello has been really, really strong. Um, obviously Ari Borges has been great. Who scored the goal in that game? Uh, what do you think people should know about Louisville? I mean, they have gotten better. There's something <laughs> specific that I think needs to be said at this very moment. Because I'm unaware if they've been using the same lineup, but I guess I could look that up now. But I don't know. For the most part, they're consistent. It's just not the same consistent as our consistent. Our consistent <laughs> is like consistent goalkeeping, consistent defense. Their consistent is consistent intensity, which is the exact opposite of the spirit. Yeah, that's Even definitely true. Even when they lose, it's like their foot is on your throat. They're being very... They're being very intense. Oh, they're playing right now. Speaking oh. of intense, and they're <laughs> they're they're up one nothing to Chicago. Yeah, we'll see how they do in that. They lost their last game, um, last regular season game, uh, against the Courage, which you know, tough team. Yeah, which um, 
and they're kind of sitting out. They're outside of the, that group that's really close together and in, in playoffs position, but they're not very far out. Um, so I, I think it'll be less, um, I don't want to say ominous, but a little, it's less scary going into this one than Gotham, but I, I just don't want to see this kind of downslide continue from the spirit. So that's, I, I am still a little nervous. <laughs> I completely understand the nerves, but at the same time, I don't want to think it's a doable game because of how they played them last time. But at the same time, I don't want them to like go in with this chip on their shoulder. They don't know what to expect. They're thinking the worst is going to happen. It's a very, it's a winnable game. Yeah. The problem is, are they going to show up like it's a winnable game? And that's a whole other thing that I really wish I could predict. Yeah, I'm hoping uh, they'll kind of have the the fear of God put them into them by the <laughs> the past two games and come in, you know, with with the support of the the crowd. I'm hoping it's another big game. Um, they've had really good turnout, like I said, all season. Um, and hope. I mean, the problem in the last game was they went up by two, so attack was strong in the first half, and then just kind of a little bit like we saw last year, let it kind of slip away. And I don't think they're likely to do that again. And even with going up two and then letting it be tied. Hatch is the one that scored those two goals and she hasn't been scoring lately. So maybe this will reignite something. She's going to get a or back. <laughs> just like give her that killer instinct she needs just to have it all. You know, if this was like a redemption hat trick game, because that one wasn't, that would be pretty cool. I like that. I, I like, like this that would be we should, um... the time to do it manifest that for this game absolutely i support it (laughs) Uh, oh go ahead sorry i do think that the crowd does play a big part and how you know the atmosphere feels especially how the other players the opposing team feels but at the same time i don't know if i really believe in home field advantage so (laughs) i don't know if that will like make a difference but i'm hoping it does I mean, I I don't know if the, the crowd is exactly what it is. I do think it's real. I mean, the Spirit have historically, I think, done well at Audi. They haven't won every single game there or anything. Now, this season, they are unbeaten mm. at Audi Field. Which, which is, is a pretty cool stat. That's pretty cool. Hopefully, it continues the next three games there. So, <laughs> <laughs> But I, I think they get something out of, you know, maybe even in a negative environment, playing in, such a, in front of such a big group of fans. I think all the players really appreciate that and hopefully kind of play up to it. But I, I think that's something that can kind of spur on both both sides, not necessarily just the home team. Which definitely makes sense. Which also kind of adds on to the spirit playing up to teams. Sometimes it's kind of like they're waiting for teams to come down to them. And I do believe, and maybe I'm misremembering, that Parsons wanted the spirit to control the pace of games and I can't remember when he said it, so I might be misremembering. But if the Spirit are going to play like that, I think they need to start out earlier. And the last time they played Louisville, it just... I mean, it didn't take too long, but it didn't happen right away, which is definitely going to have to happen for this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think... I mean, you're right. I think you pointed out earlier, too, that they're slow to start. That needs to change. Um, this was a problem with Gotham. Was Gotham completely set the pace, and the Spirit were, I think kind of made frantic by how fast it was and that's why their passes were particularly bad all all game um 
So that's something I, I think they're probably going to be really trying to, to not do against Louisville. They're going to be trying to be more in control. Um, it'll be interesting. Let's see, do I have a, a thing I'm hoping for? I want I want more shots on goal, please. Or not, not on goal, shots. I keep talking about the previous game, but Spirit had more shots on goal than Gotham, but way fewer shots total. <laughs> I feel like when we're asking for shots and shots on goals, that we're envisioning the same thing and it's just not happening consistently the same way. It'll either mm-hmm. be one game where it's a bunch of shots and then the next game where it's a bunch of shots on goal, but then the shots aren't even as close as they were the previous game or the very next game, maybe they'll score a lot, but then like it's so inconsistent. Like we've been talking about the offense is kind of, I don't want to say all over the place, but it's not as consistent as you would think this far into the season so at least I don't know just some consistency with the offense yeah so the Louisville game at the beginning of the season both teams had 11 shots five on target I here's what I would like is for the spirit to match or beat that for themselves go do it (laughs) I I think they could match it maybe I'm being too optimistic listen beat it was was pretty (laughs) (laughs) it was pretty early in the season so they were kind of fresh, but I feel like they, they're they good with the lineup. Defense is way more consistent and, like, cleaner. But if we're, like, wishful thinking here, I want cleaner passes. Dear oh, God. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know what I have to pray to or what I need to sacrifice for it to happen, but I feel like we're taking steps backwards. We'll have, like, a decent game with decent passes, and then the very next game... I want to scream because the passes are so frustrating to look at. And I know it's not like an individual person's fault. It's more like an overall, like, it's just a lot is happening. And I get that. But at the same time, what the hell? Yeah. I That at the very least, I think we could, I think what we asked for is like very reasonable. Yeah. I mean, it's been low passing accuracy all season. And I think that's not inconsistent with the way they want to play. But last week was real bad. (laughs) Um, and I, I think they've they've done better than that. Um, they can do better and still play the way they want to play. Um, so I agree on that entirely. Let's talk about Pride Night because I wanted to highlight that because it is Pride Night on Which Sunday. Is super exciting. They're going to do a drag show at halftime. Which, and maybe I'm like super biased because I do love drag shows. But I think all teams should just have like drag shows just like all season. Because how I'm envisioning it is like, wow. Like, obviously, I can't show what's in my head on a podcast, but it's looking pretty nice up here in my head. And I'm imagining it's going to look even cooler in person. Yeah, I'm very excited to see it. No, no, no. This is our indirect way of threatening them to be at this game. Be at the game or you're going to miss it. And, you know, the mayor's office is is also involved, I think, in this game. Um, And put out a video to hype this up in which our own Anna Helferty was was in drag. Looked great, I thought. I hope she had a blast. We should ask her about it if we get her back on the podcast. Oh, we absolutely need her back because we need so many details from that. She's been all over the place and I'm so excited because she's been doing so much. It's been fun to see. And also, I'm usually for Pride events, they have it like later in the month or they'll have like a separate Pride game that's outside of Pride month. But I like that they just they chose the first game of June. It's a pretty big deal. Also, because I can't say this factually or with like 
100% confidence, but I'm almost positive that DC has one of the biggest pride parades in the US, in the States. So it's cool that they're going all out for Pride Month. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's a late game, so if you go to the parade, you got plenty of time to get to the field. And you should. You must. Of course. We're not going to threaten you guys so much because Andre's not here. Don't tell him. We're going to be super nice. You should go, though, because you'll miss out. It's a great time. I had so much fun just sitting in the press box. I couldn't even cheer. And it's always so fun. (laughs) I feel like we need to... Someone needs to reevaluate that because it's kind of hard not to cheer when you're reporting on the team because you're like there and you're feeling the atmosphere and like the energy from everyone. It's it's hard not to cheer. I totally get that. We're unbiased observers up there. Unbiased observers. <laughs> Which is why I'm completely biased on this podcast. <laughs> Gotta be 100% biased here if no place else. Come to the game. They have ticket deals where you get a free drink. They're going to have a bunch of events. It's going to be a good time. I think the Spirit could win. No problem. I'm nervous, but they can do this. This is They've done it before. They have the ability. They can win this game. I'm going to double down. They can win this game. I was hesitant. I was going to say, uh, they could score, but I think they can win. And it's Pride Night, so I would kind of say something mean if they lost. So... That they're, also, they're homophobic? I, it's homophobic if they lose. That's what you can say. It would be homophobic if they lose. It would be homophobic <laughs> if they lose at all during June. Like, Fair. just putting it out there. Like, it's not, like, rooted in realism. They don't fact check this at all. But it would be homophobic. But not for other teams. Only our team. No, so. spirit. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, I, do you have any other, as Andre likes to say, any final thoughts? Last words? <laughs> <laughs> I think I need to stop being anxious when they watch these games because I feel like it it's like osmosis or something. It's just adding on to them. So I'm going to work on that. Like manifest them, manifesting me, manifesting them. Doesn't have to make sense, but like it sort of makes sense to me. I'm, they're going to do great. It's yeah. pride, it's pride night. They can't do bad. Yeah. My summary is had a bad game last week, had a bad game the week before. Doesn't have to stay that way. This is a winnable game. Um, come out there and play the way they can um work on that offense over this week i hope and uh <laughs> win a game for us please at home sounds Absolutely. great they were just saving all their love and energy for pride night that's what it was we were all thinking about it too linear but <laughs> they were thinking ahead yeah. super smart of them all right go spirits Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode. Remember to like, subscribe, review, and rate five stars. You can follow us on Twitter at Hey Spirits. And as always, go Spirits.